Hello, Internet. You are now experiencing technical difficulties. We're a role-playing game, actual play podcast. You can listen to us play through one-shots, campaigns of various games, including Delta Green, Eclipse Phase, Worldwide Wrestling, Red Markets, and more. With four-plus years of archives, there's something for everyone. Tune in with whatever podcast app you use by searching for Technical Difficulties Gaming Podcast. Or visit us online at www.technicaldifficultiespod.com. Like what you hear? Join us on Patreon for sneak peeks and seats in quarterly games. Thanks for listening, and sorry for the technical difficulties. Hello, Internet. You are now experiencing technical difficulties. We are back on my bullshit. <laughs> Red Market's Black Death. <laughs> Cross of St. Agnes. Uh, it is uh, job number three. This one is called The Tomb of the Night. Oh, that's not... Well, that, that's oh, that's good. ominous. That's ominous. So we rejoin our uh, heroic slash protagonistic takers. <laughs> protagonistic is more... a lot more uh, accurate. This group is more heroic than some of our other player characters. Yeah, you know. Hans is looking forward to beating the shit out of another Englishman. <laughs> well, yeah. you just might get the chance. Uh, so, uh, as a recap, it's been a million years since we played the last session of this. Uh, you guys found, uh, you were looking, you had the Cross of St. Agnes, which you found, which had apparently some sort of mysterious inscription slash information on it that allegedly, uh, gave the location to some Templar treasure. You're in the, uh, employ of Macron de Loss, who you brought the, uh, cross to, and then he sent you out to go find this lady who lived in the woods named Samara, who would be able to translate it and figure out the information, uh, for you. You did that. You met her. She got you some. Uh, she opened a thing in the cross that had information in it. Plus, a little, like they believe there was a little uh, secret compartment that had stuff in it. Uh, sent you all back with all that information back to her father, adopted father, uh, Macron de Loss. After you saved her from some people uh, who were the Order, uh, the Brotherhood of the Night. Uh, who uh, ambushed you outside of her uh, hut, uh, hut. Their leader, uh, Aziz, uh, got away uh, thanks to extreme uh, expenditures of will on his part. <laughs> he got away with it this time. Barely escaped an insanely well-rolling uh, <laughs> charge from... Uh, our heroic yellow knight. Oh, speaking of which, everybody introduce your characters. <laughs> I'm the heroic le- yellow knight. I'm Lucas. The horse is Jeanette. Is a Jeanette named Andre. I kill things with a halberd because I'm Greg and I use pole arms. Yes. Oh, could you guys just be uh, nice to me and make sure to drop your uh, names into the active game chat so I don't have to try to remember? Sure. Thank you. <laughs> Next. This is Laura. I'll be playing Magda. Um, the well, she wanted to be a nun, but had to run away from an arranged marriage instead. So, none, hey everybody, none, this is Adam. I'm going to be playing Hans Pather, everyone's favorite Swiss sociopath. There may be a theme in the characters I'm choosing at this time, this hellish time in American politics. Hey. Yes. I thought we'd want to get farther away from that, but okay. <laughs> Lean into it. 
lean into it. We're playing a game about the economic fallout of a plague, so we just got to lean into it. This is what you wanted, <laughs> Caleb. This is what you wanted, Caleb. It really is. It's that spirit I'm going through. This is uh, Dan playing SDN, a villain, a poacher with a slight flaw in his character, who's leading into it by buying up criminality. Yes. Good days. Become more criminal. Do crime. So we join our takers on their way back to the Lost Manor. Uh, you return to McCrone's estate uh, to go deliver the news to him. Uh, brings you in the gate. Uh, you get an audience with him. He looks bad. Uh, his face is all gaunt. His color is really pale, kind of gray. He's sipping tea and lunching on a little bit of mutton as you gray walk into his study. Rainy gray, is he? Uh, if you look close, no. He just looks, he's, he looks sick. Can I roll first aid to get an idea of what's going on just from looking at him? Sure. Cool. I'll just make assumptions. There's a reason why he's looking for a cross. It's a- that supposedly can heal well, anything. Six under nine ain't gonna do it. Mm, he's not looking no. good. Nope. Hans pays her care. Nope. The only question is, will he live long enough to pay us? Well, he, uh, he greets you warmly uh, the week away if he asks you how everything went. I assume you just tell him we're not going to go through the whole thing. <laughs> you correct. Trying to remember more details than I remember, which is not not a lot of details. Uh, <laughs> listeners, re-listen to those uh, <laughs> to those episodes if you want to remember. Um, but you tell him about Samara. <laughs> kind of coughs and smiles. Says, uh, she always did have a, a fire in her eyes. I can't can't say I'm surprised to hear. <laughs> More of an inferno now, isn't it? <laughs> oh, well, I'm glad she's well. So then you tell, then you tell him about the uh, the news about the cross that it doesn't lead to Templar treasure, but to the Shroud of Christ, allegedly. Uh, he sort of slumps back in his chair. He's really surprised by this, apparently. He had, not, had no idea that this was the case. Seems uh, unhappy. He was expecting... He was expecting gold. So he kind of withdraws from you, trying to... kind of muttering to himself... Yeah, but it's possible that the papists will pay for this information quite handsomely. <laughs> the papacy is nothing but a bunch of a bunch of corrupt and ignorant fools. Oh, no matter. Take your quite a bit of money out of them. Take your take your payment and leave. Oh yeah. Well, he waves you away and calls for his servant to to take him, put him on his feet, and take him off to bed. Here. He leaves the study and says, "If I if I wish to see you, I'll I'll send for you. We'll be in touch. Yeah, my servants will escort you out. 
On the rear way out, near mm-hmm. the entrance to the estate, there's a younger woman waiting for you. She waves the servants that are escorting you away. Says, I'd like to speak to you all for a bit. Is this his daughter? Yes. If you recognize her, I don't remember whether you encountered her before, but this is Claire Dulos, his daughter. I remember we knew he had a daughter. I don't remember exactly. Yes, this is his biological daughter. So, what did you tell my father to make him so unhappy? We knew he was searching for the cross of St. Agnes, but we found that it might lead to something even greater, the Shroud of Turin itself. Hmm. But he did not seem as thrilled about the prospect. Historical note, it would not have been called the Shroud of Turin because it had not been located in Turin yet. (laughs) Well, uh... The Shroud of Christ? (laughs) There we go. (laughs) I would like to be standing there making a sensitivity roll. Sure. Well, apparently I can't roll tonight. Eight under nine is better, but not good enough, and therefore that die is being banished. Well, you Into know the that, naughty corner! You know that if she is his daughter, she is obviously nobility and part of the house, uh, it would not be... It would be pretty impolite for you to, like tell her to screw off or not tell her what she's looking for. Right. You would at least have to try to like mislead her if you wanted to lie to her. I, I would but, think we also realize that he may not be around long enough to be the next. Yeah. That's a good point. I, as I said in the old group chat, enter the new client. Yes. <laughs> Could be. That would be much less um, subtle in this game than, you know, in the other one. Ye old group chat being just like literally passing notes to each other. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. It's, it's very... Uh, it's the opposite of subtle, actually. Right. But, but that implies that we have an ability to read. Right. <laughs> That's right. Too. So TACnet is limited. Just saying. That's right. Look, some of us are very well educated here. That's right. I rely on you for that. My All lady, right. is your father quite well? I suspect my father is in the process of dying. My sympathies. Indeed. He Thank you. He seem well. Uh, if there's something, whatever you're doing for him, I think it's very likely that uh, his worldly concerns will be turned over fairly soon to me. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. Tell me, okay. who was the woman you found in the woods? I will say the name that the player has forgotten, but the character would have remembered. Samara. I know know without being a talky talk (laughs) to not tell her who she is. Name, fine. Significance to father, not fine. 
So you tell her the name, Samara? Yes. Yes. Samara. She turns and spits into the corner. Ah, uh, she knows who it is. That woman. She's a liar and a thief. Well, we cannot know personally whether or not she is, but the cross itself did not. Dolden her way into my father's good graces and usurped his affections away from his family toward herself. Spacer's getting visibly uncomfortable the longer this goes on. Sorry. This, this is out of character. She, as I recall, uh, Samara had, had no desire to have anything to do with that is correct. correct. Samara didn't really... She definitely didn't want to come back and help Macron. In fact, she seemed pretty happy that he was dying. I think we knew he was dying at the time. Did we? I don't remember. Uh, I think he's taken a turn for the worse since we've gotten back. Definitely so. He was not quite this color gray. Got it. Yep. Um, in which case, I would like to tell her that... Um, she appears to harbor no love for your father any longer. Hmm. Doesn't surprise me. I don't think she harbored any love for him in the first place. I think he was just a useful tool for her. Hopefully his current state will lead to change and attempts at reconciliation. But... <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I have no interest in them being reconciled to each other. If they hate each other now, then that's also the better. I meant you and him. Oh. Be about your business. I'm sure you'll get a call very soon. And my father decides that waste more money on you. Uh, I'm just like... She turns I, and strides I would, away. <laughs> I was going to roll intimidation, but okay. <laughs> oh, you can try. Um, please don't. Please don't. Okay, you. <laughs> I start to say something, and you probably stop me. Yeah, if you start Perfect. to say something that I like is going to cause a problem, I'll have you. Hans Peter just like steps up and goes, "Not now, my friend." <laughs> I think even SDN bought, you know, bought the clue on this. It's like, no, no, let her go. <laughs> yeah, you remember I think Lucas correctly. is kind of incredulous that Hans Peter still <laughs> but we'll do so. Sure. Um, Hans Peter should not be touching anybody. Right? Why there's that? Black well, I'm also but, in, but Magda I'm still can, in my you know. armor, so right. he can touch armor. Yep. All right. Well, you guys do correctly remember about uh, about uh, uh, about Samara. Uh, Samara not being like she didn't really like Macron, right? Or us? Like she, no, yeah, she was kind of a jerk. Be fair, none, of, none of them really like us. Mm-hmm. But we there's can. a lot of not liking us going along, going around. I think we're swell. Let's get on with. It. Yeah. So you return yeah, exactly. Yes, you return to the uh, to the uh, uh, your enclave. Kusi. Yes, and uh, have some time to uh, tend your wounds, uh, buy stuff that you want, which you've already done off mic, and uh, 
talk to your uh, talk to your dependents. So, who wants to go first for vignette? I'll go because I mentioned in chat. There's that one thing I forgot I wanted to do. Oh yeah, I I, I kind of need a horse that I don't want to rely on raw yeah. when I'm in for sure. Although that does not I'll stop spend, you like I'll at spend, all. <laughs> I'll spend a bounty it's on that. Something of a concern. <laughs> Make Andre into a war horse. So if you can link me that doc, um, yeah, I will spend me. time with Jean-Paul. Yeah, I believe all you gotta do is, come on, copy link. Here we go. There you go. Thank you. Yeah, so you probably need war trained and maybe something else. You mean useful. <laughs> oh, horses are useful in a wide variety of things. Just to... <laughs> that one thing. All right. The one thing that you do all the time you might want to be more useful for. Correct. All right. All right. I'll so, buy war trained and I'll pull a Bethesda and I'll buy strong so he can wear horse armor someday. All right. Some, somehow the horse immediately gets swollen. Already swole. Yes, yes. You, the the it makes more sense for you to actually sell your old horse and buy a new one. But if you want to, if you if we want to keep the same horse, Andre is my horse. I'm not going to do him dirty like that. Do the uh, we can do it video game style, <laughs> and your horse just gets better. <laughs> All right, you can be trained. <laughs> uh, in fact, why don't we? Um, Learn more about the Enclave, and I'll take ah. uh, I'll take Jean Paul out on a ride on the pony. Nice. So you're riding around with Jean Paul. What's the nature of your relationship with Jean Paul again? Uh, Jean Paul is my son. That's uh, right. Uh, preteen. He also survived the outbreak at the castle. Yeah. So he wants to be like Papa someday. Yeah, so he's riding around on the horse with you. Mm-hmm. All right, so what do we want to establish here? Uh, why don't we establish more about what the perimeter of Kusi is like? Yeah, okay. So like we're riding around outside on like a trail surrounding the castle. Yeah, so you take him out the, out the uh, one of the side gates, uh, the posterns, uh, and there's the, the curtain wall on the outside, and the uh, the uh, the Lord of Kusi is uh, currently uh uh improving the fortifications so okay. there are crews of peasants uh laborers uh like digging a new moat out around oh. the base of the hill oh. so there's a lot of people out there they're they're working on they're working on on a on a wider perimeter so it looks like Kuzi's doing a pretty good job here and is is working on on expanding the land and making things better. Of course, obviously the chateau itself is totally impregnable, so it doesn't have to worry about actual attack, even from a giant uh horde of zombies. But if they want to maybe have a village <laughs> produce food. Have like some more enough room for people to actually like live more comfortably. Yeah, have some some farmland. They're doing all that. So Jean Paul is uh asking you questions about what the plan is for Kusi. And you imagine, I imagine you explain some of that to him. So I'll, I'll do Jean Paul now. So father, I, what, uh, 
will we be staying here? At least for a while longer. I'm not entirely sure how much, but at least for a while longer. The workmen say they're going to be building uh, uh, huts out here so peasants can move closer to the wall and still be safe. Yes. They are of utmost importance. We need their help every bit we can. (laughs) Ensuring their safety is very, very important. I don't like peasants. Why not? They're Uh, smelling and dumb. (laughs) uh, Son. I like to talk to the... I've been talking to some of the other... uh, Some of the other uh, boys. The knights. The squires. They say the peasants are they're really not not much better than animals. Uh stopping Andre. Jean-Paul. Yes, father. Who does the Lord love? Uh every person. Correct. And how does the Lord say we should treat our neighbors? Uh the same way we would treat ourselves. And by building the huts, these peasants are going to be our neighbors, aren't they? I guess so. Therefore? So I should treat them well. Correct. They are people. They are not like the undead that Daddy kills on a frequent basis now. (laughs) Those are not people. The peasants are people most certainly anymore. people. Right. All right. I understand. Yes. Those boys are being raised in a way that is not in accordance with how the Lord wants us to treat people. They think they're better than those people. And if they don't change their ways one day, that is going to be on their head at the judgment seat. And I don't want that to happen to you. I want Mm. you to treat, to walk in a godly manner and also to treat people how God would want them treated. Okay, Jean-Paul? Okay, Father. I'll give him a hug. You can't tell whether he's listening to you much or whether he just wants to quit the conversation because it's getting awkward, but you're hoping you're getting through to it. (laughs) I feel like this would maybe be a role, but it also doesn't feel appropriate. I kind of heal a humanity. There you go. <laughs> I feel that prevent he- my son from being hateful. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> you're not around very often though. <laughs> Those other kids are around all the time. So uh, I will have a talk with Vactus. Uh, <laughs> is it your nurse or is it another nun? Laura. Um, she's uh just. She's an intellectual. Wants she to maybe, be a nun. She maybe needs to do a little bit better seminary work. That's right. Hey, but I have not been uh, called on for seminary work. Uh, uh, <laughs> other kids can be cruel, as has just been shown. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would like to go next. All right, go. Um, so I'm out in the the Black Lepers quarter. 
Um, hanging out with Beatrix. Yeah. Hookers and blow. Hookers and blow. You know it. Um, Man, I wish somebody would go ahead and discover the new world so we could get real blow. Let's <laughs> <laughs> mm. have to go with the uh, the old standby from the uh, Mysterious East. Anyway, right. oh boy, that's, that's good though. <laughs> uh, it's real good. That's good stuff. Anyway, uh, George, I'd like to say, comes in, um, and he has found my new ride. Ooh, it was named Humbert. Humbert it was a courser. Ooh, and eats into my relatively thin uh bank of bounty but yeah, don't they but now i can chop it englishman from afar further oh, that's the important oh, my great height and also an extreme speed um so yeah all right well boss got a good horse for you i found one he was willing to sell to you, because the oh. fucker wouldn't sell to me. Well, he wouldn't sell, but it turned out that to, like... Well, the horse became available. <laughs> George, we've talked about this. You cannot just kill Morton. Wait, you didn't kill he him, didn't, did you? I didn't kill him, of course not. He did. He died. Like, he was showing me how the horse... Uh, he was sort of tra- training it, you know? He was, like, showing me that it could do the thing. And then it just trampled him. Which I mean, I kind of took to be like a pretty good sign. Like it's a just stay out. Sign from God. Yeah, don't stand in front of it and don't look it in the eye. (laughs) (laughs) Tends to get mad when you do that. Uh, Look over at Beatrix, darling. We can ride again. Yeah, great. She's like, that looks like a one guy horse to me. Dangerous fucking courser is what it is. Why don't you take it out for a little test drive on this next job and tell and and, and tell me whether you think it's something that uh, you could we could go to two for on. Hmm, this is wise. So I've seen horses. I've seen horses with that look before. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, this horse and I can come to an understanding. <laughs> But it's now canonical that George went to go buy a horse. The merchant was an ass. And the courser just trampled him like, like you do. And George had nothing to do with it. Eventually, eventually, some asshole monk, who's definitely not Poirot, is going to notice that people just kind of die around George. <laughs> when George is around. <laughs> the <laughs> death rate. The, the... Questions. Magda's going to have to translate into Latin. And it's just going to be a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, he gets results. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. Good boy, George. You'll be a knight soon one day. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> And then more people will die. I'll take my vows and I can just do whatever I want. So this discussion is going to be a terrible idea for Finn. 
So this is like the complete mirror verse version. Oh God, yeah, <laughs> literally the opposite. <laughs> yes. So, we're all about hookers and blow and damn the the next life. We're we're here for this life. Right. So twenty minutes before you 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 know George went and found the horse, mm-hmm. I was going to show my daughter how to ride, which I don't know how to do. I was going to show her how to get a free lesson. And I do this with the guy that's about to sell the horse. That's really, right. The horse in a bad mood. <laughs> well, I, please start uh, thinking of horse plans. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, so you're taking your kid out to, to, to ride this horse? To go horse shopping, i.e. learning to ride for free. Right. Because I can't afford a horse, but I can't afford to learn to ride. Yeah, good move. So, what's so, your kid again? Mm-hmm. Who's your kid again? Uh, no, A-N-N-O. Yeah, that's right. She's a girl, right? Yep. All right. Hey, Daddy. Hey, I know. You know, today we're going to talk about how to get away from places fast. Oh. I've been around a lot of people using horses. I think it's time to learn how to ride one. Here's how we learn that. I think horses are scary. They are. That's why you're going to stay well back while we do this. I'm sure it'll be fun. Okay. Do you know if Jeffrey's dad's cousin is still selling that old nag? Yeah, I think so. Let's go check on that. (laughs) So you go out there and... uh... Pierre is uh, the, the horse groom. <laughs> he's got a couple of horses in his in his uh, stable. He's got kind of a kind of a docile looking, uh, small, slightly larger than a pony uh, horse that he's uh, leading around. And then he's like over in the corner, like tied up, is this uh, massive looking war horse, <laughs> kind of looking around all. Nervous looking. Just ready. Just freaking ready. <laughs> yeah. So, Pierre, um, I have recently come into some money. I'm considering buying a fine animal, and I was hoping you could give me some pointers on how to tell whether a horse is going to be useful or not. Uh, perhaps <laughs> if I, you know, ride this one around for a little bit, you might give me some ideas on how uh, to make sure that the seats is right and all those very important things for leaving places. Yeah, sure, of course. I mean, it depends on what you want the horse for. I mean, I think I just described it rather well, really. <laughs> so you're looking for speed and manageability more than anything else, um, really. Speed, yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds like a like a genet to me, or a palfrey. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Uh, why don't you just get up on this old, uh, this little, little fellow's here, fellow's back here, and uh, I'll give you, a, I'll give you a little ride around. Then you, you mount up. Oh no, I don't. I go right oh. over. Oh, crit fail. <laughs> Wait, what were you rolling? Uh, ride, I suppose. You know the skill I'm buying. Oh, you're going for the warhorse. No, no, I'm just, I try and get up on the horse, it just goes right oh. over. Oh, I see, okay. I didn't hear you. Yeah, so, Ow. yeah. That's, that's hey, no, 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 no. Things, is it? 
We invented these stirrups for a reason. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> put I, your foot in the stirrup. Put I your mean, near I, foot. You put I, I, your I, near foot, like yeah. your left foot if you're on the left side of the horse. I, I sort of vaulted. And hold hold the hold the hold the saddle horn. All right. So we, we fumble around with this for a while. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah, so once you get up, give her a little Give a little kick. Just a little kick, not a not a big kick. All right, I, I kick so lightly the horse can't possibly. It. A little more than that. <laughs> I whack it like heck. Oh god. Okay, that's no. You're gonna get bucks. Do that. Try that in a horse that isn't uh isn't as nice as this one, and uh, that's a good way to end up uh, ass over tea kettle. Too much, right? Yeah. All right. All right, and give it a so give it a little kick somewhere between setting A and setting B, and give it a. Well, you do that. Eh, you know, eight under nine, better. Hey, hey, oh, God. Okay. All right. Can you whistle? <laughs> okay. So this horse knows uh, knows whistling commands. So if you go two little whistles like that, it'll uh-huh. know to, to, to speed up. Ah, let's slow down. Uh, like that. Okay, got it. All right, try it. <laughs> All right, we were standing still, weren't we? <laughs> yeah, you were. <laughs> so you word. Did you succeed? Oh, uh, I was just hey. You're cut. You're cutting out a little bit, Dan. You may want to increase your right. mic sensitivity. Yeah, uh, is this better? Uh, yeah. All right. So, yeah, this time I succeed. So, the whistles were the key. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, so how much uh you in the market, then? Well, I, I have to collect the debt first. I'll, I'll be letting you know. But uh, I'm thinking, and I give him a number that seems like it should be reasonable for horses, which is a thing I should know. Sure, yeah. <laughs> um, and, like, well, I don't know if I'd let her go for that. Well, I, I understand, but you know, uh, let me let me see how the debt comes out. Maybe in a week or so, I'll, I'll have a better idea of what I can actually. Thank you. Yeah. Well, you have a good afternoon. And on the way off, I, I lecture my daughter. I'm see, he thinks we're going to give him money, and we might someday. It's possible, but we learned something valuable. Uh, as you hold my whistles. Yeah, that's pretty neat, Daddy. Hey, look, I think. That's that's uh, Hans Peter's uh, uh, squire. Oh yeah, that's George. Oh look, he's gonna show him the warhorse, the big warhorse. Wow. And thanks <laughs> about it. Yes, but it is time to go pick up your mother from the castle. Let us I go. Wanna, I want to see the warhorse. Yes, yes, you do. Some other time though. Let's go. <laughs> you're a sickening squelch. <laughs> she's, like, she's like looking over your shoulder as you're holding her, and she's like, oh, I got oh, oh. Of Why don't you roll something to see whether you successfully shield your, your daughter from trauma? <laughs> Either way, yeah, 10 over 6. Okay, <laughs> you're lucky. <laughs> Take her away from the violence. Oh yeah. Not that I think George is going to do 
or something, but things just keep happening, and I have no need to know. <laughs> it's better to not witness <laughs> if you, you have hear, the option. You hear like these two loud whistles and then a crunching noise. <laughs> All right, and scene. <laughs> so, finally, we have Magda. Yep. Do you want me to hang out with Iona, my uh, uh, former lady-in-waiting, or uh, Jacques, the street urchin? Oh, whichever you prefer. Oh, Lord. Uh, I think the last time we were with Iona, so let's go with Jacques. All right. Jacques is a... Uh, remind me what Jacques' personality is. Diligent and kind. Ah, yeah. And really poor. And really poor. Probably because of the second part, the kind part. <laughs> yeah, well. Uh, why don't I try and take care of one of his problems? Okay. You mean you don't want to buy a horse? <laughs> <laughs> I did just get the riding skill, but no, I sort of figure hanging out with the two of you. A horse without a rider is just kind of going to appear. a thing that could happen. <laughs> could be. <laughs> Meta oh, no. <laughs> Until then, I have a feeling it's okay for me to ride double with somebody. Not you. Not me. Not you. Which Not is me. me. Which is which is great. I mean, it might be Jorg. Okay, she makes an important point. It's possible that George is the one that's going to end up actually riding Humbert the most. Yeah. Uh, which will lead to a number of odd deaths of just like, <laughs> oh, that person really shouldn't have been standing there. Really, uh, deeply unfortunate. Humbert really just has a mind of his own. <laughs> Boss. You know, <laughs> I try horses, to hold him back. Uh, horses are supposed to be uh, plant eaters. I'm, I'm starting <laughs> to get concerned. Hey, hey look. If deer occasionally just decide to chow down on a corpse somewhere and yep. scavenge some meat, those horses are going to kill somebody. Horses, uh, fun fact, real world horses have been known to resort to uh, predation <laughs> and <course>. carnivorism. I've definitely seen a chipmunk eat a bird, which was just disturbing. <laughs> right, out of, right out of the air. Like, yeah. Uh, off the ground. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's impressive. Yeah. It was, like that, that chipmunk. it was a very small bird and a very large chipmunk. Uh, ah, yes. <laughs> okay, so you're hanging out with uh, the street urchin, whose name is what again? Uh, Jacques. 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 Oh, my lady. Or sister. What am I supposed to call you again? Let's go with sister. Okay. Raises fewer questions, I think. <laughs> oh, hashtag it doesn't. He's not looking yeah. so good. He's real raggedy around the edges. Um, looks like he hasn't been eating very well recently. Jacques, um, how goes everything? Oh, it's hard. They put us to work out uh, digging the moat. And the, oh. the, the Lord says he, the, he's going to, to feed us. We should get Does wages. He? But then the overseer said that uh, the wages weren't, they didn't come in. So we have to wait. 
So I didn't have any. I mean, I had enough money to to buy food, but there were there were others who needed it more than me. So. Okay, and now you need it more than others, and we're going to go have a solid meal. Oh, you're so kind, sister. Shock, you you must take care of yourself in order to be able to take care of others as well. Mm. Oh, the Lord will provide for me, I'm sure. The Lord helps those who help themselves. Yes! <laughs> okay. Well, if you say so. He he needs your hands to be in action to work through them. Mm. Well, you know, if you, I really could, I could use something, actually, sister. Tell me over a solid lunch. Yes, yes, let's go. So, you take him over to the to the. It's not really a tavern exactly, but it's kind of like a stand where they you can buy food. Street food has been a thing forever. Yes. <laughs> they have flatbreads that they fold meat into. <laughs> As one does. Great. Pretty great. People don't ask questions about the meat, and they don't really ask all that many questions about the flatbread. <clears throat> it is nourishing, and he feels much, uh, he seems much, uh, much improved. By just getting a good square meal into him. He says, Weird. But so I was talking to some of the other workmen down at the uh the moat. Mm-hmm. And they have uh they have mattocks. Okay. To cut the earth. And uh I had to borrow one and uh pay the guy who owned it uh to use it. So I would it would help me a lot if I could if I could get my own. Yes. But they're kind of expensive. Good ones anyway. They should be providing you with the proper tools to do the job correctly. Well, the blacksmith and other things he had to do, he had to make armor for the he's working mostly on armor for the Lord right now. So I think I know had much time. another blacksmith. Oh. <laughs> hmm. Okay. When when are you next required to go out? Well, it's raining. It's going to be raining for the next couple of days, I think. So we're probably not going to work then. But after that. Okay. Well, I think follow me. I'm not sure. I haven't ever exactly used one. And you know what they look like. So I need you to come along and make sure I get you something the proper size. Sure. He's pretty small. Jockey is being a kid. <laughs> uh, All right. I'm going to go in search of um my other character. Yeah, Joanna. Joanna. So yeah, over in a smaller corner away from the main blacksmith uh stall is another blacksmith stall that's uh mm-hmm. tended by a large, impressive looking woman. She is uh she's making tools and she's making she's her her whole stall is just nothing but really highly functional stuff. So yeah. spear points, mattocks, shovel heads, things like that. Chuck, what am I looking for here? Which one's uh, a mattock? Uh 
Oh, that one over there, the kind of like, it's the side blade, you know, because you cut, you know, you you know, like a pick, but like wider for cutting uh, in like that. They don't exactly cover these things in theology books. Yeah. Janice said, oh, yeah, you're looking for one of these. I disagree. They didn't cover these things in theology books I had access to. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, this is the this is the Irish style. I learned this from a from a friend of mine. Uh it's a really good one. They use it for cutting peat. Uh but it works great on the uh on the soil around here. You have one sized for this young man. I do not. But I can take this piece I'm working on right now. She holds this uh flaming red brand up. Yeah, and what's going to be an axe head, but uh, Maddox pretty easy to adapt from that. So, yeah, give me an afternoon. And I will begin to haggle over price. Well, she's quite reasonable. Excellent. <laughs> <How about that>? <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Almost like a player character. <laughs> Like a good kind, I, not the not the uh, not an Adam kind. I was gonna say, I don't play. <laughs> Just because I have a penchant for playing hobos right now, given the general decline of Western civilization, I don't think that means Laura's pet characters are necessarily better than mine. Okay, not like an even kind. You're not. You're not even arguing for the goodness of yours. You're just trying to drag me down to your level. Yes. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> All right. I regret nothing. So for the for the expenditure of one uh one bounty, uh you know the standard rate for this sort of thing. Cool. You can get him a get him a Matic. So we started the vignettes with a sermonette on the golden rule, and we're ending the vignettes with the sermonette on workers' rights. Yes. <laughs> oh, and I am sermon that 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 uh overseer. Whatever mm-hmm. is uh jipping them on their wages. Oh yeah. Oh, of course. <laughs> Almost certainly. You think? <laughs> I'm shocked. Yep. All right. Uh, shock that do not equal shock. So a few days pass and then you get a message from Macron. Same letterhead and everything, asking you to come quickly, as quickly as possible, back to his uh, back to his estate. They always come crawling back. Mm-hmm. I will, in fact, go. Great. I'll have you guys all roll your self control checks now for leaving the wall, even though you normally do that after negotiation. Oh, but oh wait, I need to um, get my humanity back because I oh, yeah, in fact that. have <laughs> even yet. I think John Paul will probably would be good for him to spend some time with Jacques this time. Yeah. <laughs> did you make that self control? I did. Oh, I did not. Nine ten, ten. nine. Oh. Did you crit fail? I crit failed. Oh, that's too. You you're feeling bad about uh, leaving which, your son. Track? Uh That's stress. So two well, points. Maybe we should exile all of these dice. <laughs> Well, I can't really buy another set of um, Luzaki dice until I can see Luzaki again. And, you know, <laughs> well, 
That's probably not happening until 2022, is it? I made it. Yay. So if you lose, if you miss, lose one. If you crit and miss, lose two. Not so, fair. Greg, why don't you tell us how, why, uh, why Lucas is feeling especially bad about this job? Um, well, it's because Lucas knows Jean-Paul is uh, learning wrong lessons from bad people, and he is not there to correct them as forcefully as he normally would, yep. and is once again feeling a strange pull as if from an alternate plane of existence where a similar version of himself is enduring similar problems. <laughs> right. You seem to have characters that have this problem, Greg. <laughs> I don't have it happen. The GMs make it happen. <laughs> You set it up for that. Thank Greg. you. You really do. <laughs> yeah. So you, uh, <laughs> as you're, as you're going back, shock. yeah, you turn back and you see, um, you see, uh, your son. What's your name? Son's name again? Jean Paul. Jean Paul. Uh, he's like, he's hanging out with Jacques, and then Jacques says something to him. And uh, he like pushes Jacques down on the ground, <laughs> and then he looks like kind of he looks mad at Jacques for whatever Jacques just said to him. But you don't have time to go teach your son a lesson or intervene because you have to leave for your job. Hopefully, Jacques is teaching him a lesson. <laughs> twitch, you twitch. don't you don't get to see how that comes out. All right, I don't. I don't think uh, Jacques a, a fighter. I hate to say it. <laughs> Almost certainly not. The question is, does Eno get away with uh, his son's wallet? <laughs> wow. I think does Eno get away with both of their wallets? Ooh. There you... They, they, I fully uh, know. Yeah. Anyway, we lead so, to an uncertain future. Yes. All right, so back to the, I need to be on the right job here. All uh, right, where is this part? Do 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 do. It is raining, cold and dreary, pouring down, and the message you realize is from Claire. It's not it's not signed by uh Macron. It's signed by Claire and saying on his behalf he summon she summons you to come as quickly as you can. Mm. Uh you arrive, you see there's a lot more guards here than there were the last time. Hooray. Um are they Do they look like they're guarding for him or guarding him? Well, they're guarding the grounds. Uh, they are not wearing Dulace uh, livery, though. That's oh, a problem. They're wearing, they're wearing other colors there. Profession they, knight. Yeah. Yeah, that seems legit. Uh, that's an 11T over 3. Nice. They're the colors of the Black Creek Free Company, which is a mercenary band. Uh, that has a reputation for uh, ruthlessness, uh, and uh, kind of a kind of a bad reputation. Uh, huh. Do I recognize anybody? Work. 
Uh, roll me, uh, I guess, networking to see if you recognize anybody. <laughs> How about criminality? Not really criminality. Oh, well, I tried. Mercenary is a perfect success. <laughs> this profession in there. Yeah, so this uh, Black Creek Cree Company uh, fought uh, alongside your unit in the uh, Swiss War or whatever it was. Uh, they are bastards. Like, they did stuff Fire. that meant that uh, you would not agree with. <laughs> Let's just say. To uh, to civilians, uh, to people who are working with your army. Uh, by the end of the war, uh, you swore that you never wanted to work with those guys again. Great. And you um, are seeing some familiar faces. So Maybe I, a little I, bit I, scarred, but definitely the same guys. Yeah, I, I will nudge our uh, not Magda. This is, this is not woman's knowledge. Um, I assure you, I am hiding behind the big scary men with uh, weaponry very quickly looking at these people. That's probably good to go. So I'll, I'll lean over to Lucas and over to Estian. My friends, these are more dangerous fighters than usual. Oh, I know that Lavori. I I fought with these people before. Fought on the same side as these people before. They are truly hideous bastards, and we should not. We should be wary of doing business with anybody who has hired them. I mean, so if the money is good. The money is good, but we should get the money up front. Well, we are doing business with the people who hired them. That he hired them, or is this a bait to bring us in with only other people that know about the cross? Either way, let's get our money and go. As you're aware, I'm not going anywhere around these people without one of you. No, that's wisdom. No, you're not. No, I feel like it'd be okay no, no. to be if we stay outside the walls, Magda. I don't trust these two to talk. Oh, I was gonna say, somebody's going to have to do negotiation. <laughs> hey, I am perfectly capable, but you are better. Yeah. I'll admit, I can. I am also perfectly capable of negotiating. You may not like the results, but I can do it. <laughs> the Wait, only thing I don't, I don't have... Actually, the negotiator. I don't have leadership. Oh. I have leadership. Yeah, I think actually uh, Lucas has been doing the negotiation in the... I mean, if you want to retroactively say I put uh, a lot of time into leadership... I will spend two, uh, three bounty and have two leadership. Uh, whatever you want to do, you don't have to. Uh, Greg definitely has been doing the negotiation in the past. Greg, do you want to keep being the negotiator? I can, but okay. if you want to, if you have more than one point in anything, <coughs> you might be better at it. I do have two points in persuasion sensitivity. I've only got one in everything but networking. I don't have any networking. Well, oh. I'm not about to have any intimidation, so. Yeah. Circle. All right. Yep. I've retroactively spent three three more bounty. Sounds good. More bounty. Spending some spending some time working on ordering people about. <laughs> I had to practice on Jacques and Yona. They weren't That's terribly right. appreciative. <laughs> I, I went to talk to you about Jean Paul and uh 
We instead, you instead distracted me, and I taught you about leadership. There we go. Nice. And it didn't work out for anybody. <laughs> I don't know. Worked out great for George. <laughs> George is always a, everything works out great for George. George is living his best life. <laughs> okay, so you go inside. Uh, they don't usher you into Macron's study. You go down a different hall to his bedchamber. Oh dear! Oh, that's not great. Inside, there are three figures: Macron lying bedridden mm-hmm. in his uh, bed. Uh, attended by Claire and a doctor applying a cool cloth to Macron's forehead. Uh, servant announces your arrival. Claire stands up to greet uh, you. A nice smile. Flashing the grin. Yeah. Dismisses the doctor and the servant and says, well, I'll take my leave of you as well. Your business to discuss with my father. And she steps out the door. I will step on up. So, Macron looks real bad. Uh, sickly, pale, gaunt, cheek-sunken pupils, pin- pinpricks. He uh, sort of feebly raises himself up to sitting position, <laughs> coughing up <clears throat> into a handkerchief. <laughs> you I mean, can see he, some red in. He is a noble. Okay. Yes. My, my lord, you called for us? Yes. <clears throat> Say, you can come, but you can approach. I, doctor assures me that my affliction is not contagious. But my body is deteriorating. <laughs> Some uh, sort of divine justice for my sin. <laughs> uh, first aid? Sure. Give him a once over? Sure. Barely nine over seven. Yeah. So um, he doesn't have the plague. That's true. Uh, Good. You don't really know what's wrong with him. It doesn't really look like a disease that you've seen before. Uh, some sort of wasting condition or whatever. Obviously, you need to like examine him fully to make a better diagnosis, but it doesn't it doesn't remind you of things you've seen before. It looks uh it looks worse. Out of character, does he have tuberculosis? Oh he has cancer. Mm. Probably lung cancer. Who knows? Out of character, I'm not going to answer that question. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. He has the the emperor of all maladies, the cancer. He has the cancer. <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> Royal Tenet Pops. Anyway. And what would you have us do, sir? Uh, oh, well. I'm here to send you on your, your next job to find the Shroud. So you do want to find it. Yes, well, might as well do something at the end of my life here. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe it'll get me into heaven. Ah, <sighs> looks right at my the final days mean something. Sure, roll me. Uh, actually, one of you roll me sensitivity. You got it. 
11 over 10. Nice. Uh, okay, so I'm going to count this as you figuring out his tough spot. Okay. Which is that he's dying, and he knows it, and that he wants to make his final days on Earth mean something. So that okay. could be used in negotiation, which we should probably start right now. Okay. I will roll me that leadership. Four over three. Okay, so that is what? Four rounds? Uh, Two rounds. Two rounds. Two rounds, sorry. He is dying. Yes. (laughs) You also know his uh, previous spots, his weak spot and soft spot. His weak spot is vindictive, and his soft spot is professionalism. And dying. Yeah, his tough spot, yes. Final days. We're dying, whatever you want to call it. Detective. Professionalism. Let me actually get the uh, page up. Red markets. I need the. Where is it? So who wants to beat the crap out of a mercenary as a uh, scam? Uh, that, that, I think we have to do a round first. <laughs> Fucking fascinating. That sounds like a great time. <laughs> but what are we going to get with it if we have all the spots? Uh, you can eliminate the competition. You can... Uh... I don't think we have competition because it's a job line. Yeah. yeah, that's right. You can increase the uh, equilibrium. There's uh, another thing that I don't remember what it is. And why can I not find the uh, negotiation sheet? It should be in here someplace. Give me a sec. Uh, you just need the negotiation yes. sheets? Yeah. Oh, resource sheets. I put in another thing. There you go. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey, where'd you put it? In active game chat. Oh, active game chat. Yeah. Uh, yes, are... thank you. Oh. Okay. Trying to so, find that last thing that people can do in scams. Right. Anyway, we should continue on. Right. So, uh, round one, uh, you're at buyer's market. He's at expenses. Make your pitch. Sir, you you know we will do everything in our power to uh, see this job through in time for you to see the results. You know that we have done good work for you in the past, and you do not need to spend your last days finding a new crew to trust. Ugh. Persuasion? Yeah, yeah, roll it. I'm going to flip that, thank you. (laughs) That would be an 11 over 1 now. Okay, so you're pushing his uh, spot, right? Yes, professionalism. Okay, and he's going to say, well, yes, uh, concerning speed, I couldn't help but notice that you're a little undersupplied on mounts. So I'm willing to spare you a couple of horses. To uh, gift spot make things easier for you. So yes, he's going to play the gift spot and move down two. We so you move negotiators on him. 
He doesn't right. know my spots. That's right. Oh, that is also a good point. Nice. <laughs> I just thought of that. Great mm-hmm. hustle. Yeah, not that he'd really have time to play for him anyway, but um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is going to move down to hazard pay and you move up to labor. So you're now heads up. So, and we have a scam. Who wants to beat the crap out of some mercenaries? He's got the only scam. Uh, I think Adam would like to do- go beat up somebody. I I can I mentally picture Adam as doing a happy dance begging to beat the crap out of <laughs> I mean please don't start a vector outbreak. No, I'm gonna go find one of my old friends. Actually that's a that's a super reasonable question. Um <laughs> I mean, we got the one client. No one else is really buying because no one else would know about this. But you know what? But it causes us more problems. So, do we want to use you this scam to provide me negotiator I well, I mean, I don't feel like Laura needs the the negotiator support. I think we'd be better off increasing the price of the job. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Um. Yeah, make that money. market manipulation is what comes to mind, but like, right, um, right. <laughs> it doesn't make I, a lot of sense. Again, yeah. beat the crap out of them. <laughs> they're here for a reason. We could find out why they're here. I think it just would be useful to spend our time finding out why they're here. I'm just not sure how to put that in the context of a scam. I, I mean, I could use criminal. How many times can I say beat the crap? I'm going to say if you do get into a fight with a guy, um, he'll probably, you could probably get him to spill some intel that would be useful for, that will say that it'll increase the price because it'll give you, metagamey speaking, it'll give you uh, an increase to the, to the, uh, to the equilibrium, but we'll say that it's basically like something that Magda can mention in the, uh, in the negotiation. Just because that makes sense. Or a second customer who can sell it to twice. Yeah. I mean... Again, knowledge that can... It's always useful to have a product that you can sell to two people instead of just one. Exactly. Especially when the one that wants it's about to be dead. Then you can sell it. You can actually just sell it twice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or here's a piece of the real shroud. Honest. Seriously. Um, I mean, I'd like to know what his plans are for his daughter after his death, but, you know... I don't think that's relevant to this job. Okay, look. Either I can roll networking to go talk to the head of the mercenary company, mm-hmm. or I can roll melee to beat up a mercenary to satisfy Greg's bloodlust. You should go beat up a mercenary. Okay. So. Yeah. As you're heading I go, outside. I go, quote unquote, train. You immediately see a guy that you remember from the war. His name is Kenan. Uh, he is... Uh, you didn't like him then. Even before uh, he uh, torched Did that... War crime? Yeah, torched that uh, peasant family in their own house. Did a war Not crime. my beloved peasant village. 
Um, He's out there. Kevin! Yeah. Hans Peter. Looks like life's been a bitch to you. Ah, no more than usual. How about to you, my friend? <laughs> I am still human. Oh, I'm so plenty human. Just waiting for the day to make somebody else's life more difficult. Uh, oh, I guess the uh, the Lord has lowered his standards on what counts as human recently, eh? Dak. I mean, why not just punch him in the family jewels? Uh, that why would be a you can... 10 over 4. Why punch when you can punt? <laughs> yeah. Um, and... As I as I go to clasp him in a manly fashion, I pull him close, and my knee rises to make a clear point about what I think of his taunts. Gah. Well, he wasn't expecting you to come so fast and so hard, and uh, he goes down like sack of potatoes, cursing you. It says, "Uh." <laughs> Ugh. Still human enough for you down there. Ah, mm. <laughs> oh, still don't know what side of the bread your butter's on. <clears throat> We're working for the real mistress around here, you know. Uh, Not her shriveled up old dad. You know me. As long as the coin is good, I will. Uh... Be delighted to learn of new more, new opportunities. <laughs> There's only so much coin to go around, as you know, even in a posh place like this. Well, if you ever need, have a good need for a man who can do things other men can't, with a courser and a and, he, and I have the the Svihander and a decent sword hand. Let me know. <laughs> well, I don't know that we have any use for your kind. There's always use for my kind. Hmm. I spit next to his head. Yeah. Flinches away from it. Well, <sighs> shit, just found out who's gonna uh, ambush us. I, I mean... <laughs> I'm shocked. Shocked, shocked I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> that gambling would be happening at this establishment. Seriously. You're winning, sir. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're going to say, uh, because uh, that you know that uh, you can say, you can mention that uh, to, to uh, Macron about how his, his daughter is spending all this money on mercenaries and he might be more inclined to spend a little bit more money on you. Okay. Uh, so we'll call that increasing the uh, equilibrium. So roll for that. You're not gonna. Um, get, you're not gonna get to heaven if you spend your money on war criminals. You just want me to roll black. I'll roll it. It's four. Cool. One for each. So increase right. a by four. And then we're at round two. Yeah. Uh, let me think here. Um. Oh, my lord, you know, whatever must be done, must be done quickly before 
your uh, daughter rests control of the finances. Soon, uh, before your court, sir. All right. Um. Uh. Right. Um. I wish to get in vindictive here. Um. Yeah. Uh. Whatever you wish to have done, she does not seem to wish it to be done, and one presumes you pres- you wish your will to prevail. Well, give it a rule. That's leaning a little bit uh, heavily. I'm a little sleepy and not coming up with subtle, okay? (laughs) It's all good. It's all good. Again, I'm spending a will. (laughs) It's my job. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Been a long day. Speaking of which, can I get a a will for Flair for the Dramatic? Sure. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Olicron says, oh, I don't think you have to worry about Claire. I've told her everything. Look, I know that I'm not long for this world, and it's quite possible that your quest, if I can use such a fancy word for it, is going to outlast me. She'll be the one taking care of you after my passing. She needs to know, so I told her all about it. She's just as devoted to finding the Shroud as I am, so she'll keep everything a secret, don't worry. But you're likely to be dealing with her before too long. <laughs> I I did succeed that roll after yeah. spending will. Yeah. Okay. Great. So you push two. He pushes one. You push him up. He is at a hundred percent markup. You are at hazard pay. Leadership roll. Yeah, it's time for the leadership roll. That one does not succeed. Okay, so we're going to call it hazard pay. I need to have... No, use your will. This is what you're here for. I need to be able to dodge. Oh, that attitude. You have spots for this. Use your will. Dan burned all his will. Oh, fine. (laughs) I kid. Do what you want. Do what you want. Uh, Yeah, I will burn the will and go up to... 100% 100% markup. 100% markup, thank you. Well, you just made yourself an extra... Let me see. Where is the actual... We all have horses now. We need to pay for them. <laughs> I don't know where he actually put the... Uh, Since I we're not getting expenses, help. It's somewhere here. Toot, 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 toot. Oh, there it is. Thanks, Ian. He's he's highlighting things on the document for me when I'm hunting for things. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, Ian. Okay, yeah. So it's uh fourteen plus the three that you get. Three. So that's thirteen. Yeah, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, or it's four that you got. So eighteen, right? Yeah. Uh, eighteen times two. Thirty-six. Just thirty-six. Plus, we're going labor, so edge brick points together. Oh, that's my breaking point. It is 13. That's sustenance plus maintenance, right? Correct. Uh, uh, 14 as well. 13 as well for me. Uh, 17 for me. 
No. Dropping it in the chat. No, 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 no. This is breakpoint, not expenses. Uh, oh, so oh. just just sustenance. Correct. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Three. So, twelve. Okay. So thirty-six plus twelve. Forty-eight. Forty-eight. 48 plus hazard pay per leg times four takers. How many legs? We are. I told Ian to put all these uh, NPCs in here. Here we go, two legs. So plus eight. Uh, 56. His, his, his is actually two because of Villian, so 57. Oh, yeah, 57, okay. Seven. So right now we're at seven. fifty-five. We're at fifteen plus four plus eighteen plus eleven. Plus oh eight. yeah, yeah. No, it goes down by one. Dan's smaller. Uh, short. It's lower than it would be otherwise because right. of villain. So fifty-five. Six plus eleven plus eight. Right. That's nope, I, I read it wrong. I subtract my adaptability, which is three, from my normal breakpoint, which is three, so it's zero. Zero, yeah, that's correct. Yeah, because you don't actually have to spend on any of that. So 55, got it. Yeah. Cool. I may, I may need to jigger that rule. Um, Dan, could you just write me a note in the active game chat to tell me to look at the villain spot? Uh because I, I think I think what we should do is we should count this as breakpoint anyway. And he gets so you actually get paid. Because otherwise it's like you 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 don't have to pay as much, you also don't get paid as much, so it actually doesn't really help you. So yeah, let's uh, call it fifty eight anyway. Yeah. It's like, well, this doesn't actually help me. <laughs> yeah. So let's call it so it's gonna be fifty eight. And Dan, you get that three as, you know, breakpoint, even though you don't actually have to spend on it. So do I just get three at the end, or just we add three to the total anyway? Right, correct. So it's right. fifty-eight well, I total. Don't have to pay it during my upkeep. Got it. Yeah, you don't actually have to spend that money on your upkeep. Okay, does that make sense, to everybody? Yes. Okay. So I think we're probably done for the night. What do you guys think? Yeah. Yeah. Sure thing, because that way we can do. Um... Unfortunately, listeners, you will oh, have to wait until let's, next time. Wait, but, wait, 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 wait. Let's, no, we'll, let's end we'll with the action. The exp- yes, no, yeah, I want to explain, explain what, what the job doing. is. Yeah, I feel yeah exactly. That was going to be my question. This how is going to be fun. Sorry, this. how many legs was it? Two four. legs. Two legs? Thank okay. you. Two, two legs times four people, which is eight total. Got uh, money. Okay, so McCrode, in a labored voice, explains this long thing to you. Um, So... Macrone has been poring over things that uh, might give you a chance to figure out uh, figure out uh, what's going on. He realized that uh, the tomb of the night that the cross's in- information points to is the Paladin Lambert. Mm-hmm. Lambert was a paladin of Charlemagne, who oh. probably was the one who uh, put this uh, the cross together and everything. 
And uh, as you saw, there was the coat of arms of the city of Rouen, which is a city far to the north. And Lambert the Paladin is legendarily buried beneath the Cathedral of Rouen, Notre Dame de Rouen. Great. The Cathedral of Rouen was destroyed by a Viking raid in the 9th century and then rebuilt, and then rebuilt, and then destroyed, and then rebuilt and destroyed over many centuries. And Lambert is most likely buried deep within the foundation of the church. His actual place of burial is not clearly identified by anybody now. Like, they don't know where he is. You'll have to find a way to get underneath the church to get to Lambert's tomb. But Ruin says he thinks he has found a clue. That some of the engineers at the church may have been part of the Brotherhood of the Night where Lambert is actually the titular knight of the Brotherhood. And Macron recovered a couple of journals related to the building of the current uh, cathedral structure. Mm. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, the engineers were exiled from Rouen during the Jewish expulsion of 1306 because the uh, engineers were Jews. So they're not there anymore, and there's no record up past 1306. But there's a passage in one of the last journals before their explosion that says, The key in the lion's heart will unlock the path of the star. You need merely follow... I'm going to put it in the chat. Thank you. I was also going to say this will be brought up when we yes. do this again. The key in the lion's heart will unlock the path of the star. You need merely follow the line to where Hashem is twice upon itself. Something, something, keyblade. Something, something, kingdom hearts. <laughs> something, Just something, you. heartless. Just you. I have a lion's Jew- heart. Jewish thing. numerology, probably. Yeah, he says, uh, in case none of you know, uh, Hashem is the Jewish term for the name, the name of God. Otherwise known as Yahweh. Yeah, but Jews don't say that. They don't say the actual name of God out of piety, so they say Hashem instead. So, if you can get to the Cathedral of Rouen, perhaps that, uh, that clue will help you. But there's a problem (laughs) getting to the church. Rouen was one of the first cities to fall to the dead. Weird. In early 1348, the English made a raid into France, a small force that was supposed to be in and out before the French had time to mobilize. But against orders, an English commander took a sizable chunk of the force and laid siege to Rouen. City didn't have much time to reinforce itself, so it had to make do with what it could, building a rather shallow moat that didn't do much good against the English. The siege only lasted a small time before the sieging force and the forces in Rouen both became infected. Red, leopards ran, red, red lepers ran wild, killing and infecting everyone they came across. It was real, real bad. Uh, the infection spread so fast, the English only had time to set up on the north end of the city. Uh, no one has been there since. So it could be full of the dead, 
or it could be completely abandoned. No one really knows. It's pretty far away from where you are now, and you don't have any report of what was going on up there. Except there are some rumors that the English Black Army has been uh, operating in that area. So I'm going to say if anybody wants to make a literacy check or a profession night check. I'll do profession night. I'll do literacy. I'll do literacy as well. Uh, four over three. <laughs> no. I'll remain passively ignorant. Two over, two under four. I also did not get it, and I'm out of will. I got a four over three. I barely succeeded. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've got so the, three. Do I want to upgrade this to a crit? No, you don't need to. Okay. Um, so you know that the English Black Army is an English army uh, made up exclusively of black lepers. Ah. It, is led, it is led by Edward the Black Prince, who is also a black leper himself. And uh, it is the bane of the French countryside because they use their black leper status uh, they take full advantage of it uh, tactically and strategically. Um, and basically, no one is willing to fight them. Uh, looking Edward at Hans Bader. Air yet? Uh, it's not Ed- that Edward, right? <laughs> no, Edward, the King of England, is the king. This is Edward, the prince, the crown prince of England. Has he had infected. his heir yet? Mm, yeah, he has. Boo. <laughs> Oh boy. So is it tapestry armor in this version or carpet armor still? (laughs) (laughs) And on that note. Oh oh no, we're not quite done. Oh good. So uh, you hear all this. This is your task is to get into the dead city of Rouen. Underneath the cathedral, you will find the, the tomb of the night. Hopefully that will either get you the uh that maybe that's where the shroud is or at least it's the it'll tell you where the shroud is one or the other claire very kindly and politely uh uh ushers you out uh onto your journey you make a sensitivity check now okay just one or the group i'm gonna say one that would be a 12 over five Good job. Good. She is cold. It's a formality. She does not care whether you live or die. Breaking she does not news. care whether you succeed or fail in your mission. She has totally callous toward you. Yep. Uh, as you leave, um, a servant comes up to you, uh, up to her, with a message bir- bird with a piece of paper on it. Uh, I'm going to let you guys all roll. What is it? Perception? Awareness? Awareness. <laughs> Every game uses a different word for this skill. It does. They all have the skill. They all use a different Eight word. over four. That goes to the market. All right. Yeah, that goes to the market. You only have one in awareness? I don't need to be aware. I need to cut down English. <laughs> Fair enough. You know where they are. <laughs> Usually right in front of you. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> you recognize the symbol of the sword on the piece of paper 
from the back of the dead man's hand on the first job that you that you had, and also on the back of Aziz's hand. Claire chastises the servant and sends him to take the message to her chambers. God damn it. Uh, Rolling no, no R. No R, Dan. That's the problem. Ah. Uh, well, awareness. <laughs> uh, that's a 13 over 7. So. What were you running? Really? That's what you're looking for. Awareness. Oh. Yep. That's what yeah, so she's clearly uh, covering this up. She didn't want you to see that. Uh, also, she probably doesn't know that we know because we know who attacked us. Oh, do you think she hired the guys that attacked us? That's literally their symbol on the bird. <laughs> I don't think that she hired them. I think she's in cahoots with them. Which is not it any better? better. It's not better, but it means that we probably couldn't pay them off. Well, we also, couldn't pay them off. Again, I'm going to fucking cut him. <laughs> <laughs> you and me both, brother. So do we think we're going to get paid is really the question. No, we don't. We really, really don't. Well, it's as Hans, Hans Peter was saying earlier, if we can find a holy relic, it doesn't matter if they can't pay us. There's any number of people that would pay us for it. It doesn't matter if they want to intercept us, though. I think yeah. we have a different location for the drop-off. That as well. That all assumes that you managed to actually <laughs> do this extremely dangerous task. That oh, yes. Yeah. I'm sure it will be fine. We'll go to a local town, find something that looks like a shroud, do some... <laughs> <There you go>. <laughs> <laughs> also, we don't necessarily want to ruin the path behind us, but we don't want to make it easy for them to follow us. Mm-hmm. We need to get out, obviously, but we can't just let them traipse behind our hard work. Mm-hmm. We can leave a false map behind. Like someone said, oh no. I have two points in literacy. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Always leave it with Iona. True. All right, well... The task in front of you uh, is daunting and will take quite some time to do. So we're going to leave it there for tonight. You guys had a good time? Yes. Yes. This job is is quite involved, actually, and I'm super, super excited for it. Uh, Oh, good. And uh, I'm I'm looking forward to the little thing, but it's probably going to take, at this rate, I wouldn't be surprised if it took two or maybe even three more sessions to do. Okay. Including the nice. legs. So mm. we will we will hopefully not have several months elapsed before we play again. <laughs> well, we'll just have to schedule better. Yeah. Anyway. Th- this year's like gonna be easier. I can tell. <laughs> I don't. can feel Damn it. Why would, why would you say that? that? <laughs> don't say it. But you oh, might want to tell the recording before we try to schedule. Yeah. yeah. Or before we jinx ourselves again. So on All that right. bombshell, good night. Good night, Internet. Good night, Internet. Good night, Internet.
Thank you for listening to Technical Difficulties. If you like what you heard, please rate and review us on iTunes or your podcast app of choice. More ratings will help us broaden the community. We're also on Patreon. For as little as a dollar, you can vote on which one-shots you'd like to see next. Other rewards at higher levels include listening to us record live and participating in quarterly backer games. We're close to our next level, where we'll release an exclusive Patreon show, where we answer questions and give advice on running games. As always, thanks for listening, and good night, Internet.